This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. To the program, uh, Pat. A little controversy today, and I think we're sometimes we do a good show. I mean, it happens like I would say once every six to eight months. In there, we do a show that we're proud of. Um, you know, but sometimes there, there, uh, we try to communicate to people, and, and I don't know if we get the message through. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, what we're trying to say is: do not tweet. Trump loves Wiener. Trump mm-hmm. loves Pecker. Trump mm-hmm. has paid for Wiener. Mm-hmm. Trump pays for Wiener. Mm-hmm. Those things are things we don't want you to tweet. And people, mm-hmm. in their effort to clarify what we're saying, continue to tweet questions like, so what you're saying is, I should not tweet Trump loves Pecker. Right. And or in, in Trump that, pays for Wiener. Or Trump pays for Wiener. And in that action, you people are actually People may not understand tweeting. that you're talking about the fact that Trump actually donated money to Anthony Weiner's campaign. Right. Trump pays for Weiner, but people might think, people could take that wrong. They could, and, and what and people keep asking us, "Hey, should we?" So you don't want us to tweet that? And the, of course, the answer to that is no. And and the problem is they're asking us the question on Twitter mm-hmm. and using those hashtags, which are making them trend. Oh, we don't wow. want. We don't want. Trump hmm. loves Pecker or Trump pays for Wiener to trend because that would be obviously terrible. People would, be, would not understand what that meant unless they had the full context. Mm-hmm. So we're really concerned about that. And the tweets keep pouring in. They're pouring in oh, people boy. asking us. And I thought we really laid that out clearly. Do not tweet it. Mm-hmm. But people keep saying, wait, are you saying we should tweet it? No, we're saying the opposite of that. Don't tweet Trump loves Pecker or Trump pays for Wiener. So you're saying don't tweet that. Right, don't tweet it. Yeah, that's what we've been trying to say is that <sighs> it could be taken out of context and taken to mean an entirely different thing. Right. I mean, look at this. Just, this right. just, just came in. Just for clarification, did you say don't tweet hashtag Trump pays for Wiener? <laughs> yes, that is what we said, but now you've tweeted it. I don't even think they realize they're doing it. You know, they're trying to be so helpful. But unintentionally making it trend. I mean, if you want clarification and you tweet it to us, you know, asking and seeking clarification, I think that's totally legitimate. Oh, I think it's legitimate. I think that's totally legitimate to tweet it to us for clarification. But don't just 
randomly tweeted out there. Right. Well, like, for example, this came in. <clears throat> um, but it is true, right? Trump pays for Wiener, right? That's true. For that matter, Trump loves Pecker is also true. Mm-hmm. And those are good questions. The answer to that, yes, both of those are true. Yes. Both of them are. However, don't tweet it. Right, because take it by itself. It could look different than you mean it. Right, and we know what you mean, which is, of course, Not that there's Trump- anything wrong with either of those tweets. No, both of them seem very, like very nice people, I'm yeah. sure. I yes, mean, I'm David sure Pecker David Pecker never- is a fine guy, and Anthony Weiner doesn't seem like a fine guy. But, you know, maybe well, Donald Trump thinks David he Pecker, is. David Pecker, really, but still. But still. Um, I'm sure they're lovely. Mm-hmm. The issue is, of course, did Trump send money to Anthony Weiner? The answer, the answer is, is yes. A summary. And look, it's 140 characters. I understand you're just trying to summarize, and you're using the hashtag Trump pays for Weiner. I understand <laughs> it's just a mechanism of Twitter. It's a right. short-form message service. Yeah, look, we're just bound by the format. That's all. But I'm just saying, in this particular instance, you need mm-hmm. to be very careful with the hashtags you use. Yeah. Because people could take them in different ways. Yeah, that's right. That's all we're saying. That's right. I think we've been. I thought we were clear, but people keep asking and asking and asking. Do you mean we should not tweet those things? Well, if we're not clear, I mean, what are you going to do? You're going to tweet us and ask, and that's our that's our fault. Look, we're going to try to be more clear. So you know, if you want to tweet us and ask us for clarification, that's fine. We will give you clarification on that. But uh, but what we're trying to say is, don't tweet. Don't Trump loves Tucker. Don't you you dare. Don't don't. We're saying is don't you dare. Yeah, don't 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 you dare. That would be. Really naughty. Really bad. Really naughty. So, um, Anderson Cooper did a little, I guess it was a town hall kind of meeting last mm-hmm. night with yeah. uh, Donald Trump. And he, all three candidates uh, last night. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Kasich was great. Everybody's talking about his oh, performance. Oh, Kasich was great, was he? Everybody's talking about his performance. Yeah, gosh. Man, he's terrific. K- the Kasich momentum is. Kasich momentum. I mean, if you want to know about it, just ask him. He loves him. <laughs> oh, he does. does. One of the biggest fans of John Kasich Mentum. is John Kasich. Mm-hmm. Uh, big, big fan of Kasich. Is Kasich? Yeah, that's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. That's what I've heard. And uh, uh, but this isn't. I mean, it was almost too good to play, so we're not going to play any of it. They didn't pull any clips. From what? <laughs> Shockingly, really? it was too good. It was too. You'd good. have to spend the whole show on it. We didn't want to. Right. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Donald Trump last night answered some questions from uh, Anderson Cooper, and here was one of them. After saying that you were going to spill the beans about Heidi Cruz, you retweeted an unflattering picture of her next to a picture of your wife. I thought it was a nice picture of Heidi. I thought it was fine. Come on. I thought it was fine. She's a pretty you're, woman. You're running Clearly for president of the United States. I didn't start it. Ugh, come that's, on. I didn't start it. But sir, sir, with all due respect, that's the argument of a five-year-old. I didn't start it. No, it's not the, yeah, no, it's the, the argument. The argument of a five-year-old yes, is, is he started You it. would say that. That's the problem with our country. Every parent knows that's, that's that's a kid who says he started Excuse it. me. No, no, no. That's, Excuse that, me. That's the problem. Exactly that thinking is the problem this country has. I did not start this. He sent out a picture, and he knew very well he it was a picture. He didn't send out a picture. It was a picture of a cover story. Anderson. Super PAC It was a cover story of a picture taken by Antoine Verglas, one of the great photographers of the world, so by the way. My wife was a very, very so successful right. model, like one of the most. It was a picture for the cover of GQ, which is a decent, which is a very good magazine. This wasn't, you know, so why are it wasn't even a pro they were uh, Romney super people, PAC, it was an anti-Trump super PAC. They were PAC. Romney people. Romney is, you know, very embarrassed that he did so badly four years ago. The guy choked like a dog Do and he lost an that election. He sent that it he out? No, everybody knows he sent it out. He no, knew the people know. in the super PAC. 
He knew that. I, I would be willing to bet he wrote the phrase. You know, this is, would you like to have this as your first lady? And a lot of people said, yes, actually, if you want to know the truth. So, okay, again, so why, are, why you are you mad about it? Why are you mad? Why are you mad? He keeps defending all of the, the right. picture's fine. What they said about it is fine. She looks great. Why are you mad? And why you did you up. respond that way? Right. Why did you want to spill the beans? And what is your proof that Ted Cruz knew about, the, uh, knew about it and was behind it? There's no Give us the truth. You, you, if, fact, so you went from Cruz to Romney. Right. Which you admitted it was Romney's people. And it's not. Romney's people are not Cruz's, even if you believe it was Romney's people. All evidence uh, points to the fact and that this he did guy that. talks in circles and nobody calls him on it. I mean, I, I, to be nobody. fair, nobody. Anderson was trying there. Trying the to. The guy bit, can't speak incoherent sentences. So it, what do you do? I, and I mean, it's I, helping him. It's helping him right. that he's not coherent. Yeah. It's an amazing, it's the most incomprehensible situation I've ever seen. I'll say life. this too. Uh, he did say uh, he, it was mm. a five-year-old argument, and Trump said it was not a five-year-old argument uh, to say that he started it. To be fair to Trump, and I know we're, we, you know we're not big defenders of Trump, but to be fair to Trump, it's very possible Trump has never been around his children when they were five years old. Mm. As he pointed out, uh, it's like, I like kids. I mean, I won't do anything to take care of them. I'll supply funds, and she'll take care of the kids. So it's possible he's never seen a five-year-old uh, to right. know that that's a five-year-old argument. Right, that's true. Um, so to defend him a little bit there, and again, do he not... may not know. Uh, and while we're here, do not tweet, Trump loves Pecker, or Trump pays for Wiener. I, I think we talked about this a little bit earlier. I can't remember. Um, but I just want to make sure, while we're here defending Donald Trump, do not do those things. Okay. It's a good safety tip. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, something else that uh, he said last night was, uh, it was terrific. I mean, it was special. And he, he's a special, phenomenal, uh, incredible guy. And he, what he said about the three functions of government last night was, was pretty educational. Uh, maybe we can learn something from this. In your opinion, what are the top three functions of the United States government? Well, the, the greatest function of all by far is security for our nation. Nope. Uh, I would also say health care. I would also say what? education. I mean, there are what? many, many things, but no. uh, I would say uh, the top three are security, security, security. We have to have security for our country so that we can continue to exist as a country. We are in danger. Thousands and thousands of people are infiltrating our country. We don't know who they are. There is a very vicious world. We're living in a very vicious world. And we're doing something that is against a lot of very smart people's wishes. I can tell you it's totally against my wishes. So top three, you're saying security? Security. Uh, I would say, I, I say all top three are security. But health care, education would be probably three. That would be top. Uh, and then you can go on from there. But the military and the <laughs> secure country, so that we man. have a country, <laughs> believe me. So in terms of federal government role, you're saying security, but you also say health care and education should be provided well, by those, the federal those government. Those are two of the things. Yeah, sure. There are, I mean, there are obviously yes, many no things. Idea. Housing, providing uh, great neighborhoods. Because aren't you uh, against the federal government's involvement in education? Don't you want it to devolve to state? No, I want it to go to state. Yeah, absolutely. I want, so that's right not now, part of what the federal government's well, role is. the federal government, be. but the concept of the country is, is the concept that we have to have education within the country. And we have to get rid of Common Core, and it should be brought to the state level. Absolutely. And federal health care. Wow. Run uh, by the federal government. Uh, health care. We need health care for our people. We need a good... Obamacare is a disaster. But it's is that what the federal be, government should be doing? Uh, it, it, the government can lead it, but it should be privately done. How great is that? He had He has no, no idea. I mean, we, we no. say, is Donald Trump a conservative? 
ID. He doesn't even know when he's violating what he, conservatives believe. He has no idea. He, I mean, None. his ideas, wow. the federal government should be security, which we would agree with, uh, health care, which is the exact thing we've been fighting about yeah. for how long? Since 2009 mm -hmm. um, and before that. Uh, education, which, again, is a huge issue that we're fighting against. Like, he knows the phrase common core is bad. But he has. He knows the phrase Obamacare is bad. He, he doesn't, doesn't know, know why. why. He doesn't know the government's not supposed how. to be involved in that. He doesn't know it's not their responsibility. And then what were the other two? Housing. How he finally? I didn't realize because yeah. we played a shorter clip yeah. on radio. He actually got to housing. Housing and what was the other? And having safe neighborhoods. How does a federal government <laughs> provide a safe neighborhood for for anybody? Are you going to have a federal <laughs> police force? Another no. thing we've been talking about yeah. fighting for how long? You're going to talk about uh, 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 free housing? Housing. This guy is... Uh, insane. I, mean, I mean, look, that's the FDR Second Bill of Rights. That's the Soviet Constitution. What he just outlined there is outlined in the Soviet Constitution. That health care is a right. That uh, education is a right. That housing is a right. And, and they would go further, and I'm sure he would too. Jobs. I mean, if you asked him about jobs, is that a role of government? Sure. Why wouldn't it be for him? He, he, he doesn't have any concept of what's a legitimate um, conservative constitutional principle. He, he doesn't know. Maybe we would be fortunate enough to have uh, his company build wow. the housing. And uh, so then we'd have, the you know, we could have Trump housing for everyone. Yeah, that would be great. I yeah. mean, uh, this goes back to uh, the, there's a New York Times story today uh, talking about about uh, talk radio and how it's dealing with Trump. And quotes Glenn at length and talks about the other hosts. And what you've seen is like you know um, they talked about Michael Savage being a big Trump fan. Uh, talked about uh, you know Glenn and Mark Levin have both endorsed Cruz. Uh, it goes through a lot of the hosts. And they talk about they talked about Rush a little bit in there too. And and you know where Rush they quote Rush saying. Ted Cruz is the closest thing to Ronald Reagan we've ever seen. Like, he, it says great things. And then it, at other points, it, you know, Rush says things like, and I've heard him say uh, th things that kind of like, it, he hints as to who's the actual conservative. He says mm -hmm. things like, Donald Trump doesn't even think in ideological terms. He doesn't even think that way. He doesn't think conservative liberal. That's not the way he thinks. Now, that's really, really bad for really a conservative. Bad. I mean, it, it just mm -hmm. shows that he'll do whatever he wants. Like, everyone likes to vilify the, the idea of an ideology. An ideology is just a coherent set of values. That's all it is. I mean, it's not mm -hmm. anything magical. Uh, it means that thing one that you believe also works with thing two. And you, you see where Donald Trump is like, well, I hate Obamacare. It's a complete disaster. I don't want the government involved in it, but I want the government involved in it, obviously. I want to pay for the whole thing. My plan's going to be... It's just a matter of... I can do the, the really liberal things that are going on better than Obama. If you want that guy, Trump is that guy. I mean, I don't think he actually would do them better, but at least that's the pitch he's making. He's saying, I will take all the really progressive, huge government things that you've been complaining about for the past 50 years, and I'll do them better. And that's not what I want in a president. Mm. You know, the idea that Newt Gingrich is working with him is perfect. Newt, that was the problem we had with Newt Gingrich, too. It's the problem you have with Chris Christie. It's the pro all these guys coalescing around Donald Trump make 
sense because they have the same sort of values. I mean, I think all of the people I just described are more conservative uh, and actually do think a little bit more ideological than uh, than Trump does. But still, Trump, it makes sense that these guys would be with him. It's, uh, wow, I mean, eye-opening, really eye-opening. Uh, more patents, too, coming up in a sec. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Right now, a four-week emergency food supply is only $99. Why do you need an emergency food supply? Could it be that your hmm. entire country is going to crap? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Uh, and this is 140 servings of food. And w when you store it, it lasts for 25 years. So uh, call them today. Ask them how to get free shipping, too. 888-411-5290. When do we get to crack into some of this food? We keep bringing out That's the bags. a really good like, question. How about that? When, is it, when, right. are, when do we make the chocolate pudding and eat it? You know, and then we say, oh, well, look, we just wanted to display how good the food is. Right. You know, make an something up like that. Excellent point. You know, yeah. I mean, I can't wait. How come we can't get that done? Do you know who get that done? Donald Trump. That's who get it done. That's who gets it. He gets things done. Mm -hmm. uh, online at preparewiththeblaze.com. Go there. Limit two per caller. It's the Jeffy rule because he would order everything. And, and then they wouldn't be able to sell anything yeah. to anyone else. Yeah. So. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Jim? No, I got it. I got it. <laughs> All right. Four-week food supply, 99 bucks. Give them a call, 888-411-5290, 888-411-5290, or online at preparewiththeblaze.com. The founder of this company, 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house. He's, you know, he's kind of an important guy, and he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company. And it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond. And they are people that listen to this show. They are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Noticing, I guess, still some confusion yeah, on the part of uh, some of our listeners and viewers. Okay, this is unintentional, Pat, and I well, want to make I sure because they're good people. They're good people. They're just damn good people. You could tell by the context of the tweets. Uh, for example, they're, um, they're trying to help. Wait for clarification. Is it true that hashtag Trump loves Pecker and hashtag Trump pays for Wiener is right, <laughs> but only in context? So, yes, you could tweet it if you could fit the context. But, again, this, this, it's Twitter, so you don't have a lot of room. Right. You might not succeed if you try to get the full context right. of Trump loving Pecker. Pecker or um, paying for so I'm Wiener. just concerned that you're not going to be able to do that. And, and a lot of people, jeez, oh, this is bad. It's bad. Is it? It's bad. Uh, it's really bad. Um, so there you go. 888-727-BECK is the uh, phone number. Welcome, welcome back to the broadcast. All right, so uh, let's go on to, uh, you know, by the way, this, uh, this whole Lewandowski thing where uh, Trump, uh, his campaign spokesperson, grabbed this woman. Um, mm -hmm. Shockingly, after the, uh, the surveillance uh, video came out showing that, in fact, she was not delusional and she was grabbed by Corey Lewandowski. Yeah. Um, Trump amazingly, and this is why he's so great, he amazingly remembered that this woman had grabbed him as well. Yeah, now, well, and he felt he felt actu actually in danger. Thank God he, he remembered was in danger. that because yeah. that was wow. It was close. It was yeah. a close call. Now look at here's here's a photo of her manhandling. Now him. she's not actually touching him or near him, really. No, and in fact he's he's repulsed by her because it's like, 
oh my gosh, uh, you're a lovely woman. And he's absolutely repulsed by her. And so... Well, it's, it's uh, and his tweet is interesting here. She's uh, about a foot away from him. Maybe six inches there. Why is this reporter touching me as I leave news conference? What is in her hand? First of all, I don't see any touching. Oh, oh, there it is. There it is. Ah! I don't know if they're even touching. I mean, he, ah, I would be, if that was be me and she was touching me like that, I'd be screaming. Help me! Help me! I don't know what's in her hand. Is that a pen? Is it like a microphone? What? Help! Help! Uh, apparently, there's some piece of uh, audio equipment that reporters use that turn microphones on and off, so mm-hmm. you don't have to like constantly stop and start and like look at your screen and everything. There's a little button, which that's what I had at least heard. Are you uh, kidding me? Is he really? Yeah. Is he really that big of a sissy? Uh, absolutely, ask, he is. Why is she touching? And is her. Finger may have just may have. grazed. It also could be behind his, his arm. jacket. Yeah, it also could be behind his. Yeah, arm. you can't even tell if it's actual touching or not. No, can we go back to the last one oh that you guys showed? Um, gosh, that's, that's unbelievable. We didn't talk about what. And he if he turns there. into her, how do you support that guy? Yeah. How come on? He's such a loser. Um, come on. Uh, and this is this is his defense. The victory press conference was over. Why is she allowed to grab me? Grab me and shout questions? Well, here's the two things. One, she didn't grab you. Two, it's the First Amendment. That's, that's actually why yeah. she can shout questions yeah. at you. She's allowed to do it because the country guarantees her right to do so. That's why she can do it. Uh, you don't get to control wow. whether she speaks or not. Uh, it's a weird thing, and I know that the Constitution is new to you and you haven't had the time to get to read it yet, but the First Amendment specifically uh, protects the press and free speech. Those two things are pretty clear. Most people know that. The fact that he doesn't and wants to become president of the United States as a damn Republican it's is just so incredible. I man. mean, if this guy was a Democrat, I would I, I would not be able to stand him. But the idea mm. that he's doing this with Republicans makes it, it so makes much it worse. So much worse. So much worse. You know, it's like we always talk about this with um, uh, Muslims. It happens with sometimes. It happens with uh, with people in the media, Democrats, where. They will just, oh, I don't care about the scandal on my side. Look at how bad the scandal is on their side. And they won't. With uh, Muslims, it's, you know, a lot of times, uh, well, look how bad we're being treated. Um, Never, or at least not often enough, calling out their own people for the way that they're treating uh, Jews or they're treating, uh, you know, the victims of their terrorist attacks. Um, And and not to say that they're responsible, obviously. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm not responsible for Donald Trump by any means. In fact, we've fought him since the beginning. But it is important because he's identifying himself as a Republican, he's identifying himself as a conservative, that conservatives and Republicans are the ones speaking loudest against him. Because you can't let yourself be defined by this idiot. You can't. The question she was asking him, too, wasn't even that tough. No. It was on... Um, like, you're entitlements or something. It, it was on, uh, um, you know, what is it called? I'm drawing a blank. It was like entitlements. It was... It was the blacks getting special oh, treatment. Affirmative when action. Yeah, affirmative action. That's what it was. It was on affirmative action. His stand on that. That's too brutal a question for Donald Trump to handle? Well, yeah, probably, because he probably doesn't know what affirmative action is. And it's <laughs> no, also well. another anti conservative stand that he happens to have. He he is fine with affirmative action, is my understanding. And I think Lewandowski didn't want her asking him about it. And that's why he grabbed her and yanked her back.
to be fair, he has come out and said affirmative action is a good thing, and he wants to keep it. Oh, so, so he does know what it yes. is. He just so supports he does, it. Okay. So, Pat, so you're, he you're does support it. You're 100% right. And she was I am right. correct in assuming he supports affirmative action. He does support affirmative action, and we're only getting that uh, from him. So... I mean, who knows? He's taken every position on everything. So I, I you right. Know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. I mean, wasn't he a part of Phew. the uh, uh, Cruz? I know Rubio was for sure, but Cruz firing uh, Tyler uh, over the communications thing, over that uh, yeah. whole Bible thing coming out of the hotel. Yeah. Basically, tweet. retweeted mm -hmm. a false story about yeah. Rubio and got fired for it. Mm -hmm. This guy's like manhandling women all across America. And he's he's like, fine. The new hero. He's fine. I mean, I mean that, but again, like we, we criticize Lewandowski, but in reality, the issue here is Trump. Lewandowski fits his campaign. He sure does. Perfectly. Oh, he does to a T. The, the fact that he would well, go out, why he's there. lie, insult, manhandle women, mm -hmm. it is ex it fits perfectly yep. with this guy. Yep. It is completely consistent with his character. And to think how easy had he said. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that. So First easy. day. No, even if you said, like, oh, my God, I didn't. I certainly didn't mean to, to hurt you and grab your arm too hard. I apologize. It would have been uh, over. For, if, if, it would have been over. But As any normal person would do. And even if, you, honestly, any normal person would do, even if you didn't actually do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. If you grab someone and, and they are... Like, I mean, how many times have you walked through, uh, you know, a store and you're not really paying attention? Oh, you bump me. into someone super softly. It's not really an incident at all. And you say, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry about that. Like, as a common courtesy, this is uh, uh, this woman is working for a website that is literally like in the closet having sex with you. Not the woman, but the site. Like, they love you so much. They have an internal dedication to anything you do and you can't even treat them with respect it's insanity yeah <laughs> seriously i mean lapdog does not go far <sighs> enough to say what that site has been no. uh, throughout this run with very few exceptions and there have been some um but, but very few and the idea that like you go after anyone i mean particularly a woman but anyone i mean you shouldn't do that to anybody if you did it to a guy mm -hmm. i probably you know in my own sexist way would probably say eh, all right you know, if you grab a guy, you know, like, I mean, like, after, when, they, when we go to commercial and stuff, we'll throw, you know, cans of soup at Jeffy and stuff. I mean, it's, you know, he's a guy. You know, yeah, we hit him in the head sometimes. Yeah, we do. We, yes. Yes, we do. Sometimes we'll drop an anvil. We'll get an anvil over his head. Or we'll get here on the weekends. We'll tie it up with a rope. We'll wait for Jeffy to stand over there. We'll drop it on his head. I mean, these things are going to happen. But again, it's a so guy. It's just good-natured fun. <laughs> Good nature. Thank you, Jeffy. It's good nature fun. You know, sometimes it's going to happen, and then you know, a lot of times he'll fall on the ground, and we'll leave him kind of for dead. You know, and we won't call it, you know, the, the ambulance or whatever. You know, th those types mm -hmm. of things happen, but you don't grab a woman. Right. That's correct. That is correct. Uh, apparently, even uh, so Morgan Pierce. Morgan Pierce? Morgan Pierce. Pierce. I hate that guy. Is that guy. his new name? Anyway, <laughs> yeah. I like that. That guy. Pierce Morgan apparently even has a different opinion on that now. Right? Didn't yeah, he? he said he told the 103-pound woman to toughen up. Can you believe that? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, Pierce Morgan, are you... The guy who what can't happened have a to him? Right. He's, and this is his second defense in a week yep. of Donald Trump and his stances. And so we're starting to think, how, how the hell did Pierce Morgan... 
become a Trump fan. Well, well but he won. They know each other from the douche hall right. of fame, obviously. They know each other from the douche hall of fame. You thought I was going to say The Apprentice? Uh, hmm. No, yeah, they know each other from the douche hall of fame. They, they go to all the events <laughs> together. Uh, <laughs> God, I, we got we to Photoshop a gathering of the douche hall of fame. So yes. That would be oh awesome. Oh, my God. A whole convention. A whole convention. Yeah. People, I just great. feel like you're renting out like a, a ballroom. Yeah. You know, and you've uh, got all the douche hall of fame members there as they be as they're honored. <laughs> so they know each other from them from Celebrity Apprentice. He won, I guess, one of the seasons. Yeah, he won. Two, was it 2007? Uh, season seven. Was it seven? Season seven. I don't season. know, I don't know what it was, though. Uh, so oh, season yes. seven, oh. he won. Uh, he actually won Celebrity Apprentice. So he and <laughs> Did Trump have a relationship. If you have a relationship, I don't know if he hypnotizes, hypnotizes people or, or what, but if you have a relationship with Trump, Apparently, you must support him for president. Sure looks that way. I mean, I I mean, got, it appears that way for sure. I have a lot of friends. I don't want to be president. Um, that guy among yeah. them. Uh, no, seriously. I, I don't want him to be president. I think he's pointing at you, Jeff. Yeah, I am pointing what? at yeah, Jeff Fisher. I, he's one of them. I don't I, want him to I, be I president. I mean, I don't want to run for president right now. But uh, would you would you run someday? Not a chance. Can you imagine with the uh, the background check of Jeffy? Yeah, like we, the oh, fitting? Do, I do oh. not want to run for president. Holy I will never run crap. for president. Do not do that. Okay. Well, good because <laughs> see really specific about that. That'd be a bad thing, right? You'd be in prison. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but but everybody, you know, the, the Hannitys, the Rushes, the Piers Morgans of the world, they all seem. So mesmerized by <laughs> sure the relationship do. they have with him that they must support him. I, I, how yeah, is well, that possible? Um, it's called purchasing your friends. I guess. Um, and when you don't, if you have uh, enough, if you have such low respect for yourself that you will become close to Donald Trump, then the idea that you're going to be purchased by his favor but what about is not surprising. Oh, I don't. How do you ignore the nation in that bargain i that i can't comprehend yeah i mean I, I i i don't know i mean i get you can easily be a lot of people would say glenn beck would be a terrible president uh, of course i've led that brigade um but you know <laughs> but i mean a lot of people would say even people who like glenn's policies would say glenn beck would be not mm -hmm. be a good president uh, i jeff fisher would not be a good president i would not be a good president pat eh. He might yeah. be off the the, he, he, mm -hmm. the bursts of anger probably wouldn't work well with Big <laughs> um, So I like I don't think any of us would necessarily be a good president mm -hmm. per se. However, if Pat Gray ran for president tomorrow, like I am going to be gener like I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna be supporting you, right? Like because yeah. not not Jeffy, obviously. Obviously. Not Jeffy, because I, mean, I know too much about Jeffy. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. you know, you're going to – you have friends. That if, you, if you believe them, you've heard their full reasoning. You've, you, you know, well, at least they share your them. values. At least maybe they share your values. Here's a friend who doesn't share your values. Right. Right? Well, In Trump. Right. Uh, I, I can't say – like, uh, wasn't it you, <clears throat> Jeffy? You know, somebody from Tampa – in all seriousness, he's laughing like I'm going to insult him, which is a good prediction – uh, but wasn't it you that was saying that you voted for a Democrat in Tampa because, you know, he came on the show, you liked the guy. Oh, yeah. Who was Do you remember who it was? Oh, uh, I mean, uh, and you were, you, you've come a long way in the conservative uh, side over the years. Yes, but, it was the one congressman, though, from uh, Jim. Davis? Yes, Jim Davis. Davis, yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and it was, you, you didn't necessarily, like, support Democratic ideals at the time, although you were, I would no, say, but he, more, he was a great guy. But you liked him. I did. He came in. 
He talked to you. He was seemed like a good guy, good nice guy. His assistant was nice. Yeah, maybe she he's was done things nice. for you. I mean, we, look at what he did to the guy uh, Bob Vanderplatz in Iowa, big evangelical leader in Iowa who wound up endorsing Ted Cruz. Well, Trump had been uh, going to this guy. Sweet talking him for a long talking time. him for multiple years yeah. to the point where he would be like, "Hey, whenever you're hey, in come uh, stay town, at Trump, come stay at a ho hotel for free." Mm -hmm. He was doing that stuff for years, and that's mm -hmm. obviously a smart thing to do, as if you're going to run for president. But I mean, when you, in retrospect, he was doing that to Glenn too. He was personally calling Glenn when he left his hotel. Donald Trump called a hotel guest when he left his reservation early. That's not what you do, right? He was right. doing it to Megyn Kelly. We know that now. He's doing uh, it to a Donald lot of people. Trump also was begging Glenn like a dog to come on to Celebrity come on, Apprentice. Come on, Celebrity Apprentice. They begged him, him like times. a dog multiple times, at least twice. And <laughs> they begged him like a dog, dog. to come on, and he, they were spurned by him. Yes. So maybe that's maybe that's one reason why Donald Trump doesn't like Glenn. He said no to Celebrity Apprentice. So. He begged him like a dog. Not like a dog. I know that. I know, like a I dog. Know that. Dogs beg a lot to get people they do. on reality shows. They do. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too coming up. Begged him like, like a, a dog. dog. Like a dog. Like a dog. You like can a dog. Beg. That, but don't hashtag Trump loves peckers. Oh yeah, that we should clarify that. Do not don't tweet do that, that out. People are tweeting it now, or... thinking that we're requesting it. Then no. tweet it. No. We're asking you not it's to a misunderstand it. it. It's, it's just a simple misunderstanding. We don't want to take it out of context. It'll be fine if we stop now. Trump pays uh, for wieners. Another one. Oh, yeah. oh my another, God. Don't tweet that. Don't tweet. We do not need both of those trends. We don't. No. We don't need that. What are you frustrated about? Well, people keep tweeting, Trump loves Pecker. Um, mm -hmm. And yes, is does he have an affinity for his friend, David Pecker, who runs the National Enquirer? Yes. Mm -hmm. But hashtag Trump loves Pecker does not fully uh, communicate all of the details needed to understand what that means. Another thing I, will, uh, I would say is, does Trump pay for Wiener? Mm -hmm. um, the answer to that is yes. He has supported Anthony Weiner and donated to his campaign. And he may also buy Weiners at uh, you know some of those uh, vendors right. that well, are out on the street. So it is. It is. There are multiple contexts mm -hmm. in, in New York. Which, I mean, it is New York, true. right? It's New York. They sell Weiners all the time. He's probably <laughs> buying them all the time. He's probably mm -hmm. paying for Weiner almost daily. He may also pay for Weiner in some other context. We don't know. Would that be wrong? I mean, I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know. heard I, anything about it, but I mean, it's I certainly possible. I mean, I whatever. I don't know. I mean, look, we don't, we don't know. But what we do know is that it's a bad idea because of these uh, so many unknowns. It's a bad idea mm -hmm. to tweet Trump pays for Wiener. It's a bad idea to tweet Trump loves Pecker. Yet throughout my feed, constantly, mm -hmm. all day today, mm. all day, uh, this is what I'm seeing. Wow. I, I don't like I it. I mean, they're just hashtagging those uh, on your on your Twitter feed, right? They're not tagging Donald Trump. Uh, a lot of them the are. Donald a Trump, lot of them are. are. <laughs> I think I mean, they probably... Are they seeking clarification to be fair, from him yeah. as well? To be fair, they yeah, want to know they, if it's true. They so might want to go right to the source to right. see, do you love Pecker? They right. might not know, hey, Patton Stu might not have time. They're on the air now. They might not have right. time to respond to this particular tweet. I should include Donald Trump so he knows that mm -hmm. I'm concerned about the truth of this particular item. I don't know if that... Maybe they should... I mean, if you're thinking along those lines, maybe they should, you know, <laughs> tag Anthony Weiner too. 
Well, I don't know. It's probably a good idea, although he'll probably send you pictures of his wiener. Ooh, just a second. Mm. <laughs> um, typing? Uh, all right. Triple eight seven two seven back. Can I tell you about a new poll, Pat? New poll. Tell me about a new poll. Just came through. Uh, this is uh, from Wisconsin. Um, from Wisconsin. Are you, is this going to make Pat? Why do I have to tell you in advance how it's going to make this you feel? Make you know, this is the, the trend. Okay, so here's what it, last time uh, this poll came out. It was Trump thirty, Cruz nineteen, Kasich eight. This time Kasich's all the way up to twenty one. Wow. Uh, so Are it's, you kidding yeah, me? It's Trump, How is that stinking possible? Uh, Trump 30, Kasich 21, Cruz 40. Nice. Oh, A 10-point lead. Nice. He, nice. Cruz is up 21 points wow, from the last time great. they took this poll. <laughs> Good. So, That's out of Wisconsin? The, as I played, yeah, um, yes, Wisconsin, yes, GOP okay. primary, Cruz 40, Trump 30, and Kasich 21. Amazingly here. Uh, all these guys dropped out. Kasich picked up 13, Cruz picked up 21, Trump zero. zero. Good. He went from 30 to 30. And that is how we kind of expected nice. this to go. Yeah. yeah. And it hasn't played out in every state like that, but it does seem to be playing out in Wisconsin. Uh, that is awesome. I mean, we're hearing really good things about the uh, conservatives in Wisconsin. I mean, I'm starting to think that Wisconsin is obviously a liberal state because Democrats always win it. But or not always, because obviously Scott uh, Walker mm-hmm. is the governor there. But they often win the state. Um, they're, the, the, set, the statewide elections usually don't go to conservatives. Um, the national vote for president almost never goes to a conservative. So the conservatives there must be really conservative, right? They must understand. They must really pay attention. They must be engaged. That's a really good thing. And they're and they're. They're liking Ted Cruz. Uh, I, because in the other two polls we've been talking about, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Cruz is up 36-31 in one of them. And, and 35-34, 36-35 in yeah. another. Yeah. Yeah. So he leaves by one in five in those polls and then ten in this new one. Yeah. That's a pretty big one. Pretty uh, good. Let's see if I can get uh, if there's any others we've missed here as I'm pulling up the poll results. Is there a Pecker poll? or? Uh, there was the uh, one poll that did have Trump up uh, 31 to 29 over Kasich with Cruz with 27. So that one again. Wow, that's bad. Yeah, it's really out of line with the other um, yeah. polls. But it was, uh, so here are the, the last four polls. Cruz 40, Trump 30. Uh, Cruz 36, Trump 35. Cruz 36, Trump 31. And then that one outlier, well, you know, seemingly an outlier. Trump 31, Kasich 29, Cruz 27. Mm. So there you go. Now, if that turns out to be the case, that last one with the Kasich and Trump thing, uh, Wisconsin would be dead to me at that point. Yes. And I would withdraw I, everything I just said about it. And I, yes, you would. Um, I will say, too, this is as clear evidence as you're ever going to get that if uh, Kasich were to drop out, I mean, Cruz would be – Kasich is going to cost – Cruz a lot of delegates in Wisconsin. Yeah. And he's probably going to get 20% yeah. of the vote, and that's, uh, Gosh, you know, that's really going to hurt. So it's proportional? Uh, it in is, Wisconsin, let me see if there's any. And how many delegates are there in Wisconsin? It's only like 44 or something, isn't it? Uh, if you give 42. me a moment, I can give you that. Dis- I'm not going to uh, give you 42. a I want to know right now. 42. It is classified as a winner-take-most state. Okay. Um, which and can, it's 42? It's the same me. as Utah. Um, is it? I think so, yeah. Mm. I noticed there's some, Unless Utah's 40. Uh, maybe. This, uh, Jeffy, did you notice we kind of was expecting a big Utah update today? Uh, didn't hear anything. Any... 
A big Utah update? Yeah, Are you like, talking about BYU? Yeah, because they, they played basketball last night <laughs> in a very right. important game you were promoting all day yesterday. And I don't know about all it was like the, was it Was it the... Was it the NIT championship? No, it was the it was the semifinals. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The semifinals. Yeah, we could we yeah. make it. All right, so we're at the championship now. Uh, is yes. that what the update is? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> what did happen, by the way? I did not. Uh, I know they lost. Uh, they lost 72-70. Oh, oh, so oh my gosh, yeah. it was agonizing. They had chance after chance. Oh really? Opportunity after opportunity to put the game away. Couldn't do it. But, I mean, they came back from 16 in the first half, okay. battled the whole way through in the second half, went up and back, and we went back and forth. And, I mean, when, and they lost. Would, you say, that this, would lost. you say that this game was indicative of the season? Uh, yes, I would. why they were in the NIT yes, instead I would. of the March Madness? Yes, final? I would. And I, I would say it's indicative of them losing to not great teams. I mean, Valparaiso's 30-6. and six. Just, you know, and they've played an okay schedule, but they're not, you know, it's not, they're not NCAA Elite eight worthy, right? right, right. right? Mm-hmm. So it was just a it, the the basketball season was a wash. It was a wash. It wasn't a disaster. I mean, they had a pretty. It good wasn't a, they, twenty-three and ten. Twenty-six and eleven. And finished twenty-six and eleven. Yeah. Now, the good thing is though, uh, what's today? Today's when we got tomorrow's Thursday. We got baseball tomorrow. Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> The 20-3 and three baseball team is in action I'm tomorrow. I'm not going to – I cannot take you talking BYU baseball on this show. I mean, there are lines. I mean – You know, by the way, uh, this weekend is the uh, – we got the Final Four this weekend uh-huh. uh, on Saturday. And then Sunday uh, is um, uh, start of baseball. It's opening day. Opening day. That's weird that they're wow. opening on the weekend instead of. I think they usually do on Sunday because they usually have a Sunday I was night under baseball. The impression right? that they open because we talk about it on the air. It's opening day a lot. Right, but usually there's a Sunday night game that before it's like it's opening oh. day. Everyone starts on Monday, but they have a Sunday night game. I think there's seven games this year on uh, Sunday. Wow, which is smart. I, I mean, it, it does seem like starting on a weekend is a better idea. Like, why are you yeah. starting it on a Monday when everybody's at work? Like, it doesn't feel True. like it's a, you know, if you want people to watch it, yeah. you know, I, I never really understood that. But it's, uh, you know, that's kind of, the, I guess, just, you know, with the calendar, it makes it, you know, there's some sense to it. But they seem to be changing that idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, um, baseball starts. Um, wow. I'm getting ready for, uh, got, uh, I have a fa- FanDuel baseball starting up soon. Very excited about that. And I care about that. But you guys have a big Final Four event this weekend. Yes, we do. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be in Houston for it. Uh, and where where is this event? Do you know, Jeff? Uh, it's in Houston. I know. Uh, I was looking for something more specific than that. Well, you guys, I mean, that's in the city you of also, Houston. You Texas. also don't know either. So we'll we'll find that out and let you know where you can see us. Because we'll be in Houston this weekend. For the Final Four. And they, they have kind of a Super Bowl breakfast in the, at the Final Four. And that's what we'll be attending and talking to some people and doing some interviews, and then we'll have that for you on Monday. So it's a, it's a it's at the Final Four, but it's related to the Super Bowl. It's a it's about football, uh, no national football. It's about basketball Super Bowl. It's yeah. about the basketball Super Bowl. So the NBA <laughs> championship, but it's at the NCAA Final Four. No, it's about the biggest uh, basketball tournament in the world. It, it really is. I mean, there's March nothing. Madness. I, I don't watch a minute of college basketball before the tournament. I mean, I I, I used to really follow it closely back in the day, but it's mm-hmm. I, it's one of those sports that I've I've it's you know it's gone by the wayside for me. However, when the tournament comes on, I mean, it's still it's still exciting. And yeah. the Legends of the Hardwood is is similar to what we did at the Super Bowl because it's giving. Uh, 
honor and respect to some of the players and coaches that have meant so much to the game. So it'll be good people. You're gonna have the legends of college basketball there. I mean, yeah. you know, if you care mm -hmm. about college basketball, it's gonna be really cool. And and uh, and unfortunately, you're gonna have Jeffy as part of the interview with them. Right. So. Which is you know probably gonna hurt the product quite a bit. Oh no, it's not gonna hurt the product. This is free breakfast. Anyway, that is really why you're going, isn't it? For the breakfast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> back. back with more patents too in just a minute. <laughs> That's your yes Why from Christmas to us. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs>
727 Pat and Stu. Uh, well, Jeffy, uh, Stu has uh, left the building. <laughs> well, he had important things to get to. Yeah, he did. He, uh, I guess he was surprised that the show was from, uh, you know, it was a two-hour two hour show, show today. Thinking it was just a one-hour show. Because it usually is just, well, it's two, two hours. hours. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we, um, we got this story about uh, uh, a new study that shows that colleges and universities are practically giving away A's at colleges and universities. It's easier than ever before because grade inflation is at an all-time high. There's been two eras of grade inflation since the A through F scale. Uh, once during the Vietnam War and then in the 80s through today. Prior to Vietnam, C was the most common grade. Uh, that was true for over 50 years. Now 45% of college students are getting A's handed to them. Wow. Bottom line is that grading nearly everywhere is easy now. After 50 years of grade inflation across the country, A is the most popular grade in most departments in most every college and university it's said that grade inflation is by far the worst in Ivy League schools, <laughs> where it should be the hardest to, to come up with an A. Uh, it's not exactly correct. They discussed the issue in length at the 2010 and 2012 research papers. Grading for all schools is rising, and it is rising a lot at the Ivy League schools as well. So the days of, look, I'm just going to give you a C and get you out of here. That's uh, over. Long gone. Well, yeah, because these little darlings can't handle it. And they, I guess nobody deserves a C anymore. Um, I, I guess no matter what you've done, if you put any work into it, you, you, you get an A because nobody can so, handle it. If That's kind of what's happened. everyone's getting A's. Doesn't mean anything. Okay. Does it? I mean, That's does it mean right. anything to anybody? The A is the new C? It's just like, yeah. It's just like, what does a million dollars mean if everyone makes a million dollars? Well, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. It's just a million dollars. It's just a million dollars, and then everything adjusts accordingly. Right. Um, so if everybody gets an A, then you've got a whole bunch of mediocre people coming out of school. What good could it possibly? You know what it does? I mean, these are the same people that are crying over having student loans they can't pay off. Yes, exactly. Yeah. The college campuses now are just in such, such I mean, bad shape. Jeez, just such bad. I didn't realize it was so bad. And here's another story about that. Um, Rachel Hubner, who's a staff editorial writer for Harvard, uh, the Harvard Crimson, detailed in her Wednesday op-ed how the modern American college system has changed her view that Americans value open discourse. They don't, certainly not in colleges. Current culture on college campuses is a culture defined not by open expression but by sensitivity. This undue focus on feelings has caused the college campus to often feel like a place where one has to monitor every syllable uttered to ensure that it can't be, uh, under any circumstances, it can't offend anyone to the slightest degree. Sometimes well, feel as though pluralism has become an antiquated concept. Facts and history have been discarded, and instead, feelings have been deemed the criteria that determine <laughs> whether words and actions are acceptable. Don't forget about the safe spaces. Yeah. They have become another huge problem on today's college campuses as well. <laughs> she uh, added, uh, because they deeply encroach on open dialogue and free expression. Yeah, no kidding. Mm -hmm. I mean, just go there and uh, I don't have to say anything. You no, know, you can't go there. Nice to see you that a college student has noticed this well, and spoke it out against it. 
You know what else is happening? I went, where's the story? We have to get to the bathrooms. And that's happening on college campuses. Uh, oldest building on Cooper Union campus in New York underwent sudden renovation. A group of students agitating for their transgender classmates stripped the words men and women off the doors of the foundation building restrooms. Oh. You cannot make people use a bathroom they don't feel like using now. They're all, it's just, those are the bathrooms. There's not going to be any men, not going to be any women. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what's going on in North Carolina, right? People mm -hmm. are the anti-LGBTQ movement mm -hmm. in North Carolina mm -hmm. is all over just the fact that, oh my gosh, if you're a man and it says you're a man on your identification, you have to use the restroom that says male. No. No. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the female today. It's unbelievable to me. And yet it's happening all over the country. And I, it's just happening all over the country. It's, it's really amazing. It certainly is. So there's no, I mean, very soon, very soon there will be no men or women's bathroom. It will just be restrooms. Yeah, unisex. Restroom you, facilities. You can use whatever you want to. Right. Uh, Whoever's closer to your restroom facilities. You talk about safe spaces. That's going to be real safe. That's going to be good. That, oh, I mean, what could happen? I mean, you're just oh, using a restroom. Happen. You're just picking the one that's closest right. to you. Yeah, not, not a problem, right? I don't see why. I can't see how anything would ever go wrong with men going into women's bathrooms. And well, they're not going to be men going into women's bathrooms. It's well, just people are like using a, the restroom they'll facilities. Feel, they'll feel like a woman, but they'll be a man. And they'll, they'll be coming in uh, to a woman's uh, restroom. But see, that's where I think we're at right now. Now they're they're mad now because of the signs, mm -hmm. right? They're saying, "Look, okay, you feel like a woman today. We got it. We know, but you're a man. So I know you're identifying as a woman, but you have to use the male facility. Yeah, until and you're not a man anymore. They're pissed about that, right? Yeah, right. And that's what they're mad about. Remove your man okay. unit, and then we'll talk. So then uh, some people said, "Well, hey, there's already plenty of uh, family." restroom facilities in many buildings across America. You know, they give you so that you can go and change your baby's diaper and the mm -hmm. mom can go to the bathroom while the kid is in the in the car seat or whatever. They're a little bit bigger, they're more comfortable, it's private. Well, you know what, why don't you use that one? No! <laughs> I don't feel like a family! So that's what's going to happen is that they're mm -hmm. not going to be men or female or yeah. man or woman. It's they just going to be want, restroom facilities. They don't want their own trans gendered or, or gender non-specific. No, because that's too horrific they because want, yeah. people would go, oh my gosh. Yeah, so uh, it's crazy. And it's it doesn't unbelievable. It doesn't matter if straight people are offended by it or uncomfortable with it. That doesn't matter at all. They're, they're the only, the only comfort consideration is the transgendered person. Right. Well, that's it. the big one was that's that just happened was in New York, in the city of New York, I believe. And I think, I mean, it's not even, it's a, such a small percentage of people that it is pleasing. It is unbelievable. And yet you're mm -hmm. made to feel like you're the most horrific person in the world if you're against it. Mm -hmm. They know how to fight the battle. Yeah, they I do. I mean, they've really made everyone feel bad about that. <laughs> yes. Except yes, for me. I do not. Oh, wow. What a hater. I do not. Oh, wow. I do not. Wow, you heard there are all, He doesn't care. There are all kinds of restaurants wow. that you can use and pick and choose. And I know that I got one post. I suppose wow. on my computer here. One post from a lady who said that she was struggling with her, her son who was be 
becoming a girl or a daughter that was becoming a man. I forget which which it was. But my point was is that I had when she was telling me that you don't know the suffering and the struggle. Yeah, no, I do. I've hired people that have had gone through the entire change. When I hired them, they were a girl. When I left working for the company, they were a man. I went with the struggle. I went with the whole struggle of them. The only place that this person went to the actual restroom that she was you know, supposed to, that you would think, hey, she's a girl, she has to use the mm-hmm. girl's restroom, was in my facility, in the building that we were working at. Mm-hmm. Everywhere where else she traveled, she went into the mail. And so she was asking to use the mail, and I was like, I don't care. <laughs> you work overnight. Who cares? Yeah. Use every restroom you want. From a practical and, standpoint, it was a person who worked overnights, and there was nobody else there anyway. Okay, most right? of the time. Yeah. Most of the time. Uh-huh. But then uh, she slash he was in there one morning, and one <laughs> of the show hosts mm-hmm. walked in and freaked out. Mm-hmm. Why is she in the male bathroom? Well, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. She, and so then I said, okay, well, why don't we we'll try to get you to use the... Because she didn't want to use the women's bathroom. Because she was more of a man at that point. And it's an expensive, unbelievable struggle yeah. to go from female to male. Unbelievable struggle. Uh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And it's... Why are you laughing? I'm not laughing. It's not funny. No, it's not funny. I know, but you're laughing. No, I'm not laughing. It, I'm listening to you intently. She, he, mm-hmm. had a hard time. I'm sure. But you say that like you... No, I don't even don't have a smile it. on my face. I'm sure it's a struggle. I'm sure it is. So what was the resolution to this thing? The resolution finally was that it was just... Uh, if she was there when other people were there, she was going to have to use the... The women's. The women's. Because everyone in the building uh-huh. knew right. that... She was a she. All right. Uh-huh. Okay. And the official he was not official yet. But did it become official while yes. you were there? So yeah. actual actual body parts were yeah. swapped out. It's a long process. And it takes forever. And so then once that happened, you use the to, men's restroom? You have, to go to the, you have to go in front of the court, in front of and, the But judge, then, then was it okay that everybody yeah, everybody just to. accepted it, he was a man? You have to. Uh, well, and now he's going to the men's bathroom. Except ever really accepted it. But he did go to the but men's restroom. Name change, everything, yeah. Went from... Uh, and as a, as, as a... There's a, hmm. a device uh-huh. that female... Hmm. The people who have female bodies going to male bodies mm-hmm. can use so that when they're out in public, they're able to stand up and go to the bathroom uh, similar to what males do in the urinals. Did you know that? No, I did not know that. Well, just think about that for a little bit. I don't want to. I don't want to. I can draw it out for you. No, it's all right. It's okay. I trust you. you right I here. trust you that there is a device. Um, all right, triple eight seven two seven back. Apparently, Obamacare. No why I'm talking about this stupid device? Obamacare enrollment uh, projection. So every year we get this new projection of how many people are going through to the roof. New projection, a couple hundred million no, by it's now. It's actually been reduced. What? CBL projected in January, 13 million people would enroll. However, the most recent report finds that 12 million people will be covered. Now, see, 
Oh. I mean, that's not a huge deal, right? No. The, the office also projects from 2017 to 2026, the number of uninsured individuals will rise from 26 to 28 million. So this was the program so. where everybody was going to have coverage. Everyone needs health care. We don't want anyone left out. And 28 million people are going to be left out. And you can keep, if you like your doctor, you, you can keep, keep your, doctor. your doctor. Except no, but not for 8 million people. More employers are expected to cease providing insurance for their employees as a result of the Affordable Care Act. That can't be right. Well, we it can't be said right. it was going to be this way, and it well, is this way. The office estimates so. that 155 million people will have coverage through their employer in 2016. That number expected to decline by two million, three million, 152 million. Yeah, in the next three years. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they're trying to eliminate uh, employer health care coverage and go to the government. They're doing the best uh, single they can. And, and they're, you know, they're working on it. Your insurance is too good. You can't have that. Yeah, that's agonizing. It is. The whole thing's agonizing. They're trying to make us more like, you know, uh, Finland, Sweden, China, North Korea. And that's that's a that's a country I aspire to be like North Korea, North Korea. They they're on top of it. They're awesome. I mean, if if you've ever seen a country that's got it going on, it's North Korea. Well, did you right? just, I mean, they've already got a big news today. Yes, they do. And Korea. what is what's the big news in North you're Korea? Because you're yeah. sitting down, right? Okay. Yeah. Uh, North Korea is uh, telling citizens to prepare themselves for fun times for a carnival, a nationwide carnival, famine. <laughs> hey, famine. <laughs> prepare <What>? for famine. <laughs> what is this? 1612. <laughs> prepare for famine. <laughs> what? Yes, that's what North Korea is preparing for. <laughs> North Korea instructed the country Monday to brace itself for possible famine and severe economic hardship. And if you think don't if despair. they're already, if they're telling you to prepare for severe economic hardship, think oh. how bad it's going to be. I mean, that place oh my is gosh. a dust bowl as it is. It's, yeah, wow. But don't despair because the road to revolution is long and arduous. Yeah, the road to revolution. You traveled that road 60 years ago. You can't be expected to have the country on its feet in 60 years. <laughs> Look at this country. What in the hell? The, the road to revolution is long and arduous. What is it, a 90-year, a 100-year road? How long is this road? You know, there were a couple of people that asked about that in yeah. North Korea. Yeah, they're dead now. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes, they are. Uh, hey, Kim, uh, it's been 60 years dead. I mean, you know, the official religion in, in North Korea is atheism, of course, because it's a communist it nation. But there are, they estimate, about 300,000 Christians there. 70,000 of them are in prison camps because the state found out they were Christian. If they find out that you're a Christian, that you're a practicing Christian, you go to prison camps. And many of them die there because I mean, you, have to, you talk about starvation. I mean, they starve you. It's, and it's hard labor. I mean, you're sentenced to 15. Yeah, this kid with the poster. Right. Sentenced to 15 years of hard labor. It's even worse if you're, if you're Christian and they find uh, out. At one point, we talk about it with ISIS all the time. But, I mean, the, uh, with the struggle between Christians and the Muslims, especially with ISIS. But if you're in North Korea, mm -hmm. do you say you're Christian? 
No, you don't. In, I mean, in fact, I mean that's a tough call. In fact, for me it would be anyway. Maybe a lot know, of them really don't because they don't want to be in a prison right. camp, and I frankly I can't blame them. In fact, a lot of people don't teach Christianity to their kids because because they're worried that they'll say something to a neighbor or a stranger about their Christian beliefs, and then the whole com- the whole which family is, winds up in a prison. Which camp. would explain um, <clears throat> the road to revolution is long and arduous. Yes. That's pretty it takes arduous. A couple of uh, pretty arduous. A couple of uh, seasons of human beings throughout your life. We get a couple of generations down the road, and then we're good. Yeah. So the arduous march was a term that was assigned to the famine that struck the country in the mid 1990s, uh, which killed about three million people. <laughs> three million people. So I'm sure they're excited to hear the arduous march again. Uh, yeah, it's long and arduous. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, last time you said that, three million of us but died. But this makes me want to fight for them right here because we may have to go on an arduous march during which we will have to chew the roots of plants once again. I want to fight for this guy. Come on now. Well, come on. How come are on you now. not escaping to South Korea under these conditions? How are you not? Oh, my gosh. Triple eight seven two seven back more patents too coming up. I want to fight. So anybody that tells me that I can go on a march for seventy days, arduous, and chew plant roots, mm-hmm. I'm fighting for them. Oh yeah, I am fighting for them. Triple eight seven two seven back. It's Pat and Stu. By the way, just an addendum to the North Korean story. As they uh, face famine and uh, starvation for their people, uh, and we send them care packages to try to head that off a little bit, and they're accepting oh, them from us. Really? Yeah, they've also threatened uh, to launch a preemptive nuclear strike against the United States of America. So just a little addendum there that uh, the country is just it's lovely. It's a lovely little place. It really is. Jeez. See, that's why I think that we don't take... That's one of the things we don't take them serious. But we should. We should just, should. We should flatten it. Yeah, we're we done with it. I mean, I... Oh, oh uh, wait a minute. I just sounded like Donald Trump. <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, also, something else we might want to take a little more serious <clears throat> is terrorism. Yes. The terrorist toll is 800% higher than uh, it before 2010. Wow. According to Fox News, terrorism expert Stephen Emerson's nonprofit investigative project on terrorism, IPT, found that an average of nearly 30,000 people a year have been killed by terrorists since 2010. Wow. Wow. Um, the, uh, before that, it was about 3,284. The study identifies two troubling trends. More attacks are happening, and they're deadlier than before. Study credits the rise in part to the fact that the Islamic, Islamic, uh, Islamist terror groups like Boko Haram in Nigeria have popped up, Al-Shabaab in Somalia, uh, resurgent Taliban, Palestinian terrorists, uh, of course, President Obama's JV team, ISIS. Uh, we've heard, we've <clears throat> heard reports of uh, Al-Qaeda yeah. uh, making a comeback. strong resurgent comeback in Africa. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's something to look forward to. So during 2012 to 2013, the average tripled, and in the past two years, that number tripled again. 
raising the death wow. toll to about 28,708 per year. Jeez, that's amazing. That sure is. <clears throat> U.S. residents it, were linked to terrorism increased uh, 200% in 2015. In the wake of uh, terror attacks in Paris, San Bernardino, and Brussels, the Anti-Defamation League... ADL, issued a new report that exposes the rise of terrorist activity among U.S.-based Muslims. Wow. The ADL reports that in 2015, 80 U.S. residents were inspired by ISIS and linked to terrorism themselves, marking a nearly 200% increase in 2014. But when we hear the, the, the number 80, we think, eh, 80. Mm -hmm. 80 people. Yeah. But when you really think about it, <laughs> there's, so if, there's, if we know of 80, odds are pretty good there's more than 80. Uh, you could pretty well take that to the bank, yeah. You can, you can guarantee that. Um, we're also, the FBI is also investigating some uh, reports of 17 men chanting and firing off shots in Apple Valley. Um, San Bernardino <laughs> County Sheriff's Department and an FBI agent responded to the scene Reportedly, all of them of Middle Eastern descent. Uh, this is the uh, Victor Valley News Group with the photos uh, showing some some of the. Uh, I guess those are some of the folks right there. Nine one one caller reported hearing over a hundred shots fired and seeing five to seven men wearing turbans and shooting assault rifles, handguns, and shotguns. That's not a problem. Talk about profiling. Yeah, it's their culture. Ow. It's their way. Leave them alone. Leave them alone. A county sheriff's helicopter located the men walking near a creek with backpacks and other items. Ah. Several handguns, a rifle, and a shotgun were found at the scene, but a record check found all the weapons were registered with the exception of one rifle. Hey, come on now. Mm -hmm. Come on now. One rifle, uh, which reportedly, oh my gosh, didn't have the serial number. Huh. Wow. Interesting. Okay. So they were up all night chanting, a la Akbar type stuff. <laughs> According to an unidentified well, officer. It was a party out at the creek. <laughs> uh, it's a little frightening when you consider the 80 that you were just talking about. And then there's 17 more just here. some weird stuff. Just partying? And they're here. You know? They're not. Just get together? This isn't in Syria. It's, it's here. Um, huh. So I wouldn't worry about it. I, I think we got this thing completely under control. We sure do. But you know what? This... <laughs> We do have it completely under control, Pat. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about you it. You want to know how safe we are? If you write your dog's name on the bottom of a check when yep. paying a bill, and your dog's name is Dash, mm -hmm. everything shuts down. Why would that be? A dog whose name Dash sounded mm -hmm. too much like the Arabic acronym for the Islamic State Jihadist oh, group prompted Daesh. a security scare at a California bank. Come on. Uh, come on now. It's stupid. The alarm... That's stupid. Thank you. Thank you. Stupid. The alarm was raised after Dash's owner, Bruce Francis, and I don't know why it matters that he suffers from multiple sclerosis and lives in San Francisco, <laughs> tried to make an online payment to the person who walks his pit bull mix. Francis wrote Dash in the memo line for the check, panicking officials at the bank. I'm surprised the bank officials even knew the term, Daesh. Right. And apparently they didn't know the term because it's not Dash. So, <laughs> although I, I think isn't that how John Kerry, uh, the Daesh, yeah, he group, does call Dash, yeah. Dash. Oh, he, maybe he I does think call he him does that, say though. Dash instead of Daesh. 
Yeah, maybe that Dingleberry does. Those the, the term the Dash is what we like to call him because that's the real name. <laughs> no, it's not. It's Daesh, John. I think he does call him. I Dash. think he yes, does. He does. We'll have to find some audio of that because I'm pretty sure I've heard him uh, heard him say that. So the bank also flagged the payment to the U.S. Treasury Department, which sent a note to Francis asking him to explain what Dash means. All over putting the dog's name in there. <laughs> what Dash means? Dash means. Um, I don't have to explain crap to you. I want my money. But that wouldn't go over well. No, it wouldn't. It wouldn't go over no. well. So, um, <sighs> now this this bank situation is going to get crazier and crazier. I mean, just putting Dash on the memo line uh, creates this kind of panic. We talked about the, uh, the banker. The, uh, um, he was a hedge fund manager, I think, who tried to get $5,000 right. out of his bank account, and they wouldn't do it. And, uh, I mean, it's just getting tougher and tougher and tougher now to make withdrawals, withdrawals of your own money at your local bank. I, I don't know what you do about that. Well, for those of us that have very little cash. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, but Good. I can well understand, well, Good. people like yourself. Uh, I got, you know, a little, I mean, that, couple bucks. that much. That much. And I'm not, I don't have, like, the gold reserves like some have. <laughs> well, I mean, more than you. My, my six-year-old uh, grandson has more than you in the bank. So. <laughs> more patents, too. Uh, with Jeffy, coming up in a sec. I could still get cash if I wanted. How much? How much can you pull out? Like a dollar ninety-five? Well, it used to be that much, but then they said oh, uh, oh that much for the account. <laughs> so it's like that one minus five cents. And then it's a deposit. Triple eight seven two seven back. It's Pat and Stu. Last night, all three candidates were asked on that CNN forum uh, if they stand by their pledge to support the eventual eventual nominee. And did they all come out on stage and hold hands? And I don't think your microphone's on. Um, all three of them said no. What? They all didn't come out on stage no. and hold hands. And no. Hold up their. They arms will not and wave be singing flag. together. They will not be holding hands. They will not be tongue kissing. Huh. Uh, Trump said no. I don't anymore. I, I have been treated very unfairly. <laughs> what? You've been treated unfairly? Well, and he came on after Cruz because his comment baby. about that oh was that uh, I heard him out here. I heard him out here because Cruz was Cruz said that uh, he couldn't uh, bring himself to support someone who attacked his wife or treated his wife poorly or something like that. Not sure what the exact quote was, but he was saying, you know, if it was Donald, he wasn't going to support him. Yeah, he said, I'm not in the habit of supporting someone who attacks my wife and attacks my family. You, you know, and besides that, uh, the, the guy's a buffoon. And he should have said no the first time. And he should have said no the first time. On, on stage. Or exactly that debate. right. Uh, he should have exactly said, right. uh, you know what? No. I'm not going to exactly support right. him. Uh, no. I'm not going to support him. And then it would have been done with. So, so then Cooper pushed him a little bit further said, Let me, and, and Cruz said, let me tell you my situation. Donald is not going to be the GOP nominee. 
pressed him a third right. time. And Cruz responded, I gave you my answer. <laughs> Good. Good. Uh, Trump pointed to a strategic maneuvering in Louisiana that could result in Cruz capturing more delegates. Now, see, uh, this baby doesn't understand that there are rules. The process? And there's a process. Huh. And there are certain things that happen during the course of an election cycle. One of them is the delegate situation. The delegates can, in some cases, depending on what state, do what they choose to do, and they're proportional. Uh, and Trump's pissed off that in Louisiana, Cruz is going to come out with more delegates than he had, despite the fact that he beat Cruz by about three percentage points. In the so vote. I would guess that Trump probably thinks it isn't fair. He does think it's unfair. He huh. says, I call it bad politics. When somebody goes in and wins the election and goes in and gets less delegates than the guy that lost, I don't think that's right. Well, tough. <laughs> tough. That's, that's the, the way process. it is. That's the process. And if you don't like the process, don't run within the system. Like, we, we didn't actually vote in the Douche Hall of Fame election. No. But so, but... But we lived 95 by, lived by more than 95% of the people voted Correct. Donald Trump into the Douche Hall of Fame. And there it is. I mean, Douche Hall of Fame. And then we didn't actually vote into the vote him into the grand nozzle position either. But he's there. <laughs> All right. Because those are, there's a process he's there. But he's there's a process. There. We have to follow the rules. Thank it's you. It's simple. It's it's very. I don't simple. know that he. I don't know why he doesn't understand that. I, I can't. See, he doesn't understand much of anything, frankly. So, he he knows how to build a building apparently because he's done a few of those. Triple eight seven two seven back. Are they all standing Not all of them, no. Huh. Not all of them. That's a surprise. Uh, you said you looked through this fast food. I looked out to see what's on the, the show fast food sheet and dishes I see. you should never eat. Fast food workers reveal the dishes you should never order. And amazingly, I actually went through these yesterday. Okay. Uh, I saw it come up in my timeline, and I thought, oh, you know, I probably should look at those just to see if it's actually worth anything. Because, I, I mean, look, I, I go to fast food places once in a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't? You just stop in, right? Uh, an anonymous Reddit user kicked off proceedings when they asked fast food workers what we should never order from you and got 16,000 replies in just 24 hours. Uh, Hapatabo said that at the subway at, said uh, that at the subway branch where he worked the oven roasted chicken was actually boiled in the microwave. Mm. That's nasty. That's mm. seriously nasty and I believe it. I frankly believe that uh, that that happens at subway locations. I've tasted chicken that tasted boiled. Well, I guarantee <laughs> microwave boiled. I guarantee and not you that the chicken, roasted. the chicken that you're getting at Subway is mm -hmm. not Chick Fil A chicken. No, it is not. I guarantee you that. Right. Um, all Starbucks food is reheated frozen food. Claimed uh, one of the liquor baker, like a baker. Claimed like a baker. Ridiculous how little people realize that. Doesn't mean it doesn't taste good. It's just not fresh at all and incredibly overpriced. But why would you? I mean, I mm. guess people are ordering hot stuff from Starbucks. But I mean, I've been to Starbucks and get a, you get a coffee and maybe a toasted mm -hmm. bagel or something. You're getting a, okay. Good luck ordering that from Starbucks. Another of these uh, workers said you should avoid anything uh, egg related at all costs. That's it probably a good idea. A very small. They're a very small amount warm 
after breakfast, and it tends to get old fast. Uh, that doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't. Especially not. where eggs are involved. I know. Now you're talking public safety. Right. I mean, that's bad. That's bad. If this is true, a lot of these places should be shut down and, by a health inspector. And some of them, uh, this particular uh, Courage Wolf said, uh, I used to work at Chipotle, and uh, <laughs> said, never order the tacos. You get less than half the regular portions. Instead, order a bowl with whatever you want in it, then ask for the taco shells, hard or soft, on the side. Now, that has been said, uh, Chipotle uh, has been shutting down some of their places. Yeah, Chipotle the has some other issue, right? Yeah, the, all their food is uh, fresh and straight from the market, straight from the farmer to the And that turned out not to be the truth? Or no, I think it's going bad. They're making people sick. Oh, really? It's lasting as long as they anticipate. Oh, okay. Uh, selling it as fast, I'm not sure, but I mean, they're... They've got a clean house. Yeah. They've got a clean house because yeah, amazingly, people, people don't want to get sick after they eat your food. That's weird. I know. Really picky. I know. I'm really picky. I know. Uh, all right. We told you about this uh, yesterday that we would uh, inform you of the theme park banning of screaming on a new roller coaster, which as, we couldn't understand. As maddening as that sounds, it does actually sound like America today. Yeah, it does. Uh, writers of the big one. At the Big Sheep Amusement Park in the UK. Oh. There, uh, there's explains your explains a lot. It does. It's not America, it's the it UK. It does explain a lot. And it says right on it, this is a family ride, not a white-knuckle thrill ride. Enjoy the views, but we love our neighbors. Please do not shout or scream. I mean, that's not a roller coaster. That's a train ride. Why? Apparently, people get on it, and they're, are they joking around because it's not a thrill ride, so they scream, <laughs> and it's offending the neighbors? I mean, I've been known to do that a time or two. I, I, I mean, I, I no. can see how that may happen. No. Yeah. Stop. It's hard to believe. Hard to believe. Get on it with my kids. And just start screaming. <laughs> start screaming like a girl. <laughs> Feigning fear. I don't recommend that. That's not. Oh, I mentioned the people that work there love that. Yeah. Uh, but they couldn't. Uh, some of the patrons have said that they can't see any way the non screaming rule can be enforced. I, I think it's just. That looks like more of a request than anything else, doesn't it? Just keep it down. I mean, yeah. don't be ridiculous. We, we like our neighbors, kind of thing. 888727 Beck. Also, we have this list of uh, a history of Batman movies that almost got made. But didn't. And that should have applied, apparently, I haven't seen it yet, but it should have applied to this latest debacle with uh, Ben Affleck, uh, where Batman versus Superman debacle is concerned. Is, is, is a hard word for that movie. So it's not a debacle. Uh, you would not call it that. Uh, I, you know what? I forgot. I really sh I need to go over it again with my son. Because I saw mm -hmm. it with my 14-year-old with my boy, my youngest son. And... As he's a, you know, he's a Batman Marvel comic book freak mm -hmm. and knows all the characters and knows everything. And he, when we were riding home, he said, you know, he enjoyed it. He thought it was good. And what did you think? What do you think? And we're going to talk about it. And he always wants to talk to me. I hate my kids. <laughs> and uh, they, all they want to do is How talk. How dare they want to talk uh, Right? To you. Oh, man. I mean, I'm already, I already took you to the movie. Right? I'm already driving you to and then back yeah. and forth. Shut up. Now you want me to talk to you? Come on now. And uh, though he hasn't talked about it since, 
Really? You know, he wasn't. He was that night. He wasn't walking around, following his grandfather around, telling him about the movie mm -hmm. like he normally does. You know, and it was like, not a good sign. That's not a good sign for the movie. Not no, a good that's sign. not a good sign for the movie at all. Uh, Adam West's Batman is one that I guess they were going to do, but didn't Adam West, the star of the campy series that ran from 66 yeah, to great. 68, not a fan of Tim Burton's uh, dirty, gritty 89 movie, which he dismissed at the time as Robocop in Gotham City, told Rolling Stone he came up with his own Batman movie. And uh, here's here's what, what it was. I mean, I... They did some made-for-TV movies, right, with this? I think so, yeah. I, I, and by the way, I, I was just a kid. I loved these. I did, too. I love the original Batman series. I mean, I still do. It's so, it's so bad now, it's good. Oh, yeah. Now, Come if you on. watch it now, it's like... It's wow. so awful now wow. that it's good. Yeah, it's funny. Bruce Wayne had basically retired to his ranch in New Mexico after uh, having cleaned up Gotham City. <laughs> Most of the main villains were in madhouses or penitentiaries. So I invented a new supervillain called Sun Yet Mars, Whoa. who was so heinous, he conspired to spring them on one horrible stormy night, making them his minions, Marsies. Moreover, he was kidnapping college kids from all over the world, taking them to his zombie satellite, which was uh, very alien-looking. And there, they marched like Dracula, filing in long lines to these terrible machines that sucked out their brains. Whoa! Boy, this is... <laughs> wow! Are you? This didn't get made. I know that. That the picture wow. would have opened with Bruce and his girlfriends out riding horses in the moonlight, and okay. they came across a mutilated cow's carcass surrounded by burned grass. I mean, it's, I'm watching it. You wonder, you wonder whether a spaceship was involved. It's all mysterious. And then Dick Grayson has become a signaling, uh, a, a signing medical intern somewhere. He's chasing nurses around with his guitar. <laughs> wow, does that sound bad? Come on, I am watching that this. That sounds I am bad. watching this movie. <laughs> I mean, it's almost yeah, like a... Because it didn't get made. I know, but it's almost so. with the mutilated cows and you're out riding... Uh, like riding plan, your horses and stuff out in New Mexico. Out in New Mexico, I mean, it almost sounds like a you know a, a late night Art Bell. Yeah, it does. Dreamland show. Yes, <laughs> which is not good. Uh, also, there was Batman Unchained. Oh, Nicholas Cage as a scarecrow, which doesn't sound bad. Courtney Love as Harley Quinn. You know, Nicholas would do it. Uh, Jack Nicholson, Danny DeVito, Michelle Pfeiffer, Tommy Lee Jones, Jim Carrey returns as the Joker, the Penguin. Catwoman, Two-Face, and the Riddler. Wow. Wow. Uh, all this and so much more was set to happen in Batman Unchained, Joel Schumacher's follow-up to Batman and Robin that never happened because, well, because he made Batman and Robin, and it was bad. <laughs> uh, the script dealt with Batman learning to conquer fear and to confront the demons of his past. Oh, yeah. Um, and it included a sadistic Harley and brilliant Scarecrow teaming up to drive the Dark Knight insane and send him to Arkham, Arkham Asylum. Well, this is probably the game. Uh, he said he'd written, uh, Schumacher told the writer he'd written the most expensive movie ever made. And so when Batman and Robin bombed, the studio pulled the plug on the whole thing. Isn't Arkham Asylum, isn't that the Batman game? The 360 yes. Xbox game? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, my son has that. Yeah. yeah. I love it. And the third... Tim third Burton's book? Batman. Mm. I'm not a big Tim Burton fan. No, nah, I'm not either. Tim Burton. Uh, as Batman is an undeniable classic, and it made Warner Brothers a lot of money, not only at the box office, 
$411 million on a $35 million budget? Wow. Uh, but in merchandising, oh, there you go. Uh, what's often forgotten is how much of a risk it was. Burton was still a largely unknown director at the time. His only two films were Pee-wee's Big Adventure and Beetlejuice. But, mm. um, okay, so Tim Burton's Batman is an undeniable classic. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. But is it, is so, it really? Is it I, thank you. an undeniable thank you. classic? Thank you. Is it? That's the first one, right, with Michael Keaton? Is that is that right? Tim Burton's, is that the, f- yeah, first one. First one with Michael Keaton. Okay, and the second, oh, oh, there he, you he did the first two. Uh, and actually, I liked them. I mean, is it a classic? Probably not. Undeniably. Uh, probably not. Undeniably. I, I'm going to deny that it's a classic, but I'm going to say I did like it. It was a pretty good movie. And I, <laughs> I didn't think, you know, as much as I love Michael Keaton, I didn't think he'd make a great Batman. No, but he did okay. But he was pretty good. Yeah. He turned out okay. And that is another example of after watching the uh, latest Batman Superman movie, uh, my son, uh, the same son that went to the movie with me that wanted to talk to me on the way home, mm-hmm. uh, later that evening was watching that particular Batman. Oh, really? The, yeah, he like went back really? and watched the old one. Wow. So I think that also might be not a, a good better sign, sign of how, yeah. how good that new movie actually right. was. <laughs> it, it very well may be. Uh, well, this the, the story for uh, Ivan Reitman's Batman that was going to be made, I guess, with uh, in the Tim Burton vein. Um, it was going to be centered on Bruce Wayne and Dick Grayson with Bill Murray and Eddie Murphy as the Cape Crusader and Boy Wonder. That would have, I mean, that would have been weird I, and campy. Been, it would, it would have been yeah, funny, right? Right. I mean, I, I assume that would have been a comedy. I don't know. Oh, uh, you'd hope so. Yeah, you would hope so. All right, triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too coming up. Triple eight seven two seven back. Hi and uh, welcome. Apparently, there's a big viral thing because a kid heard something on his GPS, sort of on his parents' GPS on the car, that set him off a little bit. I haven't so, seen this yet. Have I have not either. No, I, kept, I saw. I, the I read about last it. Night. I know. I kept, it sounds cute. Is it ador- that's not adorable? The word I was thinking of, but I never could get back to it. Last no, night. the word so you're thinking of is agonizing. <laughs> Right. So, that's closer. That's closer to the well, word. Well, you I be was the thinking. judge. Is it cute or is it agonizing? No, what are you guys talking about? It fell away. What kind of a problem? A big problem. It's done in my it's still on my side, but it's not. Who said there's a bear on your side? As a parent, you have to leave the car now. We're talking about a different kind of bear, kid. And I think they have the 
have a bear, too. Hey, stupid. We're talking about a different kind of bear. You can't. That's too late. It's too late at that point. Once he was at, yeah, once it started, you're done. And, and the parents are digging it. Right. Because they think it's cute. They do so think scaring it's cute. the hell out of a kid. Now, I will, I will say, Where's CPS? I will say that scaring the kids is cute. I will say that. Now, she's adorable. Look at her. Where do you think it went out to? Yeah, well, she's adorable because she knows she's got her brother right at the end of the stick. The whole bear. See, he's off here. She's over there. This is great. Oh, I, got, I made, so I made the, Austin cry. The GPS said bear right. And so they thought there was a bear on the right. Get it? And then once, it? once, the, once the daughter knew that she had Austin, that yeah, was it. That was it. Was it was over. That's it. It was over. We're going to get this kid crying. <laughs> And we're going to have a viral video. Yes, we are. Where's, where's CPS? Because of the right? CPS. I mean, those children should be taken from us. Immediately. Right now. Immediately. Taken from us.